Hello, welcome to the Team Building Show for Canadians. I'm your host, Sandy McKay, and at the Team Building Show, it's our mission to create conversations, actionable concepts for you to go and implement in your real estate right away. And uh, really excited about our guest here today. We'll get to that in a minute. But before we, we get rolling, quick reminder, go over to our website, teambuildingshow.ca. You'll be able to subscribe to our list and never miss an episode, and you'll get access to all the content we create on the way um, and uh, past shows. Uh, past episodes, you can go watch them all there. You can also like our Facebook page, subscribe to us on YouTube, um, iTunes, wherever you want to listen to your audio version of the podcast. You can find us uh, pretty much anywhere um, that I know of that you can listen to audio. So go uh, check us out on all these uh, platforms. We would love to see you there. Uh, we'd love to hear, hear your comments, hear your feedback, reviews, and uh, questions. And if you have any recommendations, we'd love to uh, hear about what you want to hear about so we can go find these uh, these awesome people around the country and bring some value to you all. So I'm um, excited again here to have uh, with us today, uh, Mr. Josh Bickle. And um, Josh has uh, done some really cool stuff in real estate. He's uh, built a business really, really fast uh, from uh, basically basically zero to, to almost stepping out of it in a couple of years or less. So he's going to share his journey about how he's done that and uh, how he's grown into some pretty cool leadership roles now as well. So uh, welcome to the show, Josh. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on, Sandy. I'm excited to be here and uh, excited to to share and hopefully provide some value to, to anyone who's tuning in today. And also to, to mention, you are, you're definitely very technologically advanced, more so than probably any guest we've had on here. So I'm um, excited to hear about uh, how you use the, you know, the various tech uh, tools that are out there to, to do this. And I think that's definitely been part of your, uh, your ability to grow so fast and, and do these cool things. Uh, I can tell you 100% that a lot of what I'll talk about is centered around technology because uh, that's been my main leverage tool uh, in, in building what we've built. So, Absolutely. Awesome. Well, why don't you talk a bit about that? What's your What's been your journey so far in real estate? Like, Where do you come from and uh, how did you get to, to where you are today? So um, before I was a real estate agent, I actually I was an iron worker. Um, I got injured and I had someone come to me one day and go, have you ever thought about a, a career in real estate? And I said, not really. I never, never really selling houses had never really crossed my mind. And then I looked into it and uh, decided to kind of jump in in two feet. And I spent the first three years of my career um, on some teams and, and learning the business as, as everyone does. And then in, in February of 2019, I decided that it was time to, to start making my own path and, and go my own way and, and creating my own vision. And so with, with very little money left, because um, I, I, I'm not going to say that before that I was some profound real estate aficionado, I was not doing well. Um, I was <laughs> average uh, at best. Um, I, I decided to go my own way and just me and my wife and uh, she's my director of operations um, and, and my rock on the administrative side. And we, we just had this vision in our head and we were like, okay, let's just go all in on this vision and start it. And I used the the technology that KW had available to me in KW Command, which was completely free as a database and lead generation system. So I was like, okay, I don't need to spend money. This is fantastic. I started pouring into that. I started building out systems. I went back to the basics, you know, reread the MREA and then started figuring out how can I take those things and adapt it to a new technological world. Um, so, you know, when we talk about you know, the best way to build a real estate agent, you got to go out and do lead generation. I didn't want a cold call. I didn't want a door knock. So what did I do? I messaged people on Facebook for three hours. A day. Um, and that was how I filled my three hours a day of lead generation um, with, you know, the, the same basic scripts. And it just started snowballing, um, snowballing, snowballing, snowballing until a year and a half later, 
I had built a self-sustaining business with systems that were producing and converting literally infinite leads because it can handle it all. I had a team around me and they were all pushing me to get out of production because they're like, just get out of our way. Let us do our job and, and do our thing. And you go figure out how to build our business even bigger. And I'm just like, okay, guess I'll do that. <laughs> Love when that happens. <clears throat> Love when that happens. Well, so like, you know, you're not, you're, it didn't sound like you're super technology based or you weren't working in a technology industry, at least prior to this. No. What, what was like, are you a technology savvy person growing up? Have you, have you utilized tech in, in various ways before? Or how, how did you get excited about the technology side? So I'm not going to go out and say like, I'm a super tech person. I mean, I was a gamer. If that, <laughs> that qualifies as tech based. Um, it was just something I was super, super passionate about when, when I looked at, when I started doing an analysis of industries, just not just real estate, but across everywhere. And in seeing where they were going, you could see that technology was was changing the world on anything. And so the the question came into my head was, am I going to, to buckle down, learn this and become a tech enabled person and a tech enhanced agent? Or am I going to let that side of the industry leave me in, in the dust? And the more that I looked at it, the more I was like, wow, the absolute capability of leverage that there is in technology that can streamline your day that is affordable to use and that can just really help systematize and grow your business was, was worth it. So I put on my, my job as a, as a team leader and a business owner was to build my business. So I didn't have the money to hire someone to do the tech for me. So I had to, to buckle down and learn the technology. And, and that's just what I did. I went out, figured out the technology, technological pieces of the puzzle that I wanted. And then I time blocked every day and I played with it and I learned it. And when I couldn't find the answer to it, I reached out to someone else until I found the answer to it until I just became so good at it that it became natural to me. Awesome. So, you know, you mentioned some words there, time block, things like that. You've mentioned lead generating, not, not, not the classic way of doing it, probably door knocking and cold calling, probably being the two kind of classic pillars of that, but a different format of that. You're still kind of going off the same general format of building a real estate business or the millionaire real estate agent models that, that we've talked about on this show quite a bit. You're still using a lot of those same same practices you're just it's just a different I am MREA model down to the t well i mean maybe the pieces of people i have in my life are a little bit off but the the, the models and how i've designed my business are mrea down to the t i just looked in and said okay this was a book that was written some time ago all of the principles and the models of what are here still apply there's just new ways and new technology and new inventions out there that we can apply to them and so I just took the models and modernized them to fit what's in our current realm and what we have available to us. Awesome. So team side, what's it look like today? What's your, what's your team? Um, bit of the, you know, kind of the four models. What, what, what do you, what do you do in those models today to run your real estate business? Do you have, what's the org organization look like in terms of people? And then, you know, what's the, what's the, some of the production numbers if you want to share. And then like, how do you actually, how do you, how does that business run? Yeah. You're not there um, so, so 
I'm on the top as our, our CEO, and I will admit that I, I'm our, our, our technology innovator. So I still run a, my my hand in the business is still running a lot of the back end technology stuff, but I just enjoy doing that now. So um, I don't mind. We have a director of operations on our operational side, um, a client experience representative and in-house staging and photography. Um, and that, that kind of runs out our administrative side of things. And on the sales side of things, um, I have a director of sales who also acts as our lead listing specialist in two buyer's agents. Amazing. And you started, when did you start? Uh, when did you make your first hire in your business besides yourself? Or I, I'm going to say besides my wife as well. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she came with me when, when I started. Uh, my first hire was in, in June of 2019. And I don't even know if it was a hire. Um, the, when, I, when I left and went solo, um, the first listing I got was was this gentleman named Kevin, and uh, he was in the process of of getting his real estate license, but it was a, it was an unfortunate family separation at the time, and they they couldn't wait. Um, and so I, I helped him sell sell his house, and he kind of came to me after, and he went, "I love the way you do business. I loved everything that you do. I'm coming to Keller Williams, and I'm coming to work for you." And I'm like, "I'm not hiring. What do you mean you're coming to work for me?" He's like. I want to be in business with you and I want to do business with you. And at that point in time, uh, I sat down with, with Melissa and we looked at it and said, look, this guy, we, we did the KPA. We did a career visioning process with him, which is this Keller Williams hiring process. And um, we said, this guy's talent, like he's pure talent and he's, he's buying into what we're doing. So we need to have an honest conversation with him of saying, you know, this is where we're at and this is what we can provide you. This is what a team that should be hiring a buyer's agent would be able to provide you and that we are building to, and we can't, do you want to be a part of this growth? And are you willing to grow with us? And he said, yes, um, which I'm thankful for because he's now our director of sales today and he runs the entire sales side of our business um, on everything. And he's, 10 times better at it than I am. So <laughs> that's, that's even better. Um, but that, that was, it was four, four months after I, I went solo that we made that first hire. Awesome. Yeah. It's exciting. And, um, you know, your business, uh, the other cool thing about your business is that you're in, you're working in two different areas. I would say pretty separate markets, right? You're in around the GTA, but your, your team functions kind of Durham region east of the G, like east side of GTA. Yep. And you're now, I, I believe, no longer living where your team functions, operates daily, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so I live west of the GTA in the in the Kitchener Waterloo area, um, where I'm I'm thankful to be the the team leader and CEO of the Keller Williams uh, Golden Triangle brokerage there. And my team functions uh, completely in the the Oshawa Durham area um, right now. Although we are expanding into some new locations, so that's really really exciting. Um, but because of the technology, the, the technology, uh, KW command, bomb, bomb, zoom, everything like that, the communication pieces we've been able to do and the tracking pieces we've been able to do, um, I can completely manage my team, develop the people on the team and function in any way that they need me to show up, which is not in many ways because they're so talented. Um, and I don't need to be here on a day-to-day basis. I can go out and pursue other paths that allow me to grow the team and grow the world for them so that they have more opportunities for advancement. So I want to get into the tech parts there. You mentioned a few of the tools that you use. I want to dive definitely dive deeper on those and how you utilize them. Um, one thing, though, that's kind of before that is just your, 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 the way you speak, your mindset, your, your vision for all this. How did, how did you come up with this, this these ideas around expanding different markets? Um, you know, all the things that you're, you're talking about, you know, most, 
most realtors don't talk like that in my experience. Um, where, where you come up, coming up with this stuff? Two years ago, I, I sat in a, in a session um, with, with Andre Chin and, and Kelly Manateas, um, two, two fantastic people in the real estate world. And uh, they, they were talking about real estate and, and building your world and things like that. And, and one of the things that had been mentioned and that was said is when you're, you're building a team and you're building a real estate business, um, and you, you set yourself a goal or a limit and say, you know, I'd be really comfortable if I was making $500,000 a year and, and that's all I want to do. And the thing that was said, and, and I can't remember which one of them said it or who they were quoting that said it to them. Um, but what, 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 basically the essence of what was said was if that is your mentality, then you should not build a team because you're limiting everyone around you. And I left where I was because I was being limited in what I wanted to do because I wanted to, to grow and expand and go somewhere new and start a new chapter of my life. And I was told no, um, that I didn't have the qualities and that that wasn't going to exist. And so when I built a team, I went, I never want to limit the people that are, that are in my world, the people that I want to be in business with. I want to help them achieve those dreams and those goals, no matter where it is that they want to go. So I started to, to create a big vision and I started to align myself with people who had big vision, like talking with you, talking with Dylan Suter, Andre Chin, um, you know, Keller Williams, young professional people who had this, this amazing, amazing vision of where they wanted to go. And then I made myself a promise and it was, I'm going to lead this team and I'm going to lead this journey for as long as I can see where the next step is. And then when I no longer know where the next step is, it's time for me to retire and give the team to someone else. And so I've built the path in our organizational chart and in our system for no matter what, where you enter our world, whether it be an administrator, an ISA, a real estate agent, no matter where it is that there's a path to eventually be the CEO and to run this business. And I, and I will be prepared on that day to step aside and say, okay, I'm done because I can't make your world any bigger. So it's time to give you the person who will. Nice. I love that. And that's, uh, that's what great leader does. It shows them the path to, to their building, their, their vision for their, their life and their business within your business. Um, otherwise the great people you bring in that you find are, well, they're, you're probably not going to find the best people because they're not going to be attracted to it, but they're also not going to stay around long if they are, because they're going to go find something else that's cooler and, and something more clear. Um, where they can go build their their life, right? Yeah, so, exactly. So um, let's 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 go into some of these tools that you use to build your business because you know going from uh, from basically starting out, restarting your your whole team and and your your real estate business into where you are today uh, is pretty impressive. Uh, a lot of a lot of it wouldn't have been done, I don't think, without some of these tools. What, what are the main technology tools that you're using day to day? And uh, then we'll dive a little deeper, maybe on each of them. Yeah, so the, the main technology tool uh, that I'm using, and I apologize for anyone who's going to tune into this and is, is outside of the, the realm of Keller Williams, um, because I've, I've built my business in, in KW's uh, proprietary uh, command technology. Um, honestly, it's, it's an unfair advantage uh, in the industry when I look at it. It generates my leads for me because we do a lot of online lead generation. Um, and we're, we're currently, I, I spend about $100 a week uh, on online leads and I return depending on the week and, and what the markets look like somewhere between 95 and 120 leads into our system 
every single week for our people to to look at. Um, so we're doing that. Then we use the system and the automated systems inside to cover most of our follow-up. Um, is all done automatically through that system with uh, only a couple of calls being sprinkled in from our agents, but emails, text messages, videos, everything like that going out through that. I remotely manage my business from there. We do all of our marketing, build all of our marketing tools inside of that program. We set our goals. We mastermind our goals together. Like every aspect of business building that you can think of pretty near other than my budget. That's like the only thing that has something outside of outside of that is is kind of contained um, in there. And I, and I built our systems around there. And part of that came originally from the pain of having no money um, to start with. And this just being included in my office. fee. So I'm like, I, I leaned into it. I'm like, this is free and I love free. And then as it evolved and added more things and became an even stronger database, I started looking at, okay, Um, What other pieces of technology could I use? And I started to realize that everything I was doing in here, if I reached externally, was going to cost me like $1,200 a month to do um, using external programs. And then I'm just like, okay, I'm staying. I'm never leaving this program. Um, So that is the the key component of my business. And that can be replicated anywhere. It's just going to cost more money and a couple additional programs to do and they're not going to talk to talk to each other as well the next two big parts of the program that i've used probably arguably especially this last year is bomb bomb is is could be the the biggest um it has been so massive in in connecting with clients and in keeping face to face to them uh through this time um to such a degree that our team between Zoom and BombBomb as, as video communications, we've managed to shave so much time off of our process of working with clients because we do our initial meetings, even though we can go to their houses and everything like that now, we still do our initial initial meetings online. We, we connect with them this way. We send them our pre-listing package, which we've evolved into a video when we're listing houses online that basically answers all of their questions before we even walk in the door. Um, our, our listing presentations, when we do show up to do them, they're 15 to 25 minutes and we signed at a 95% success rate because we've answered everything that they could possibly have and sold ourselves on everything we're going to do by utilizing the same technology we're going to use to serve them before we even walk in their door. So those, those are the three really, really big components of, of what we've, we've utilized our, our zoom bomb bomb and then, and then KW and then Facebook, social media, Instagram, um, all, all of the social media platforms. I love, uh, <clears throat> let's go a little on Bob on for a minute. Cause I love, uh, I love the use of the, you know, sending them, how much easier does that make it for your team to, to now go on those presentations or in and out because they, you wouldn't be there otherwise if they weren't signing it, right. They would probably already have de-qualified or uh, disqualified themselves as a client. If they, if they saw something in there that they, they thought it's just not a fit for whatever reason or, or they're not ready for that or whatever, right? You're showing up probably to sign paperwork. Yeah. Is there anything else that comes up in those meetings after you send them the, the pre-listing? No. Uh, so so how that normally works for us is we have our Zoom call um, and we have them walk through the house with them. We, we, we do everything that way. We make it fun, entertaining. Um, you know, I'd say one in every 10 clients we have prefer us to still go and do an initial consultation with them and walk through, but most of them are fine with doing it via Zoom. So then we do that. Uh, Then after that call, like at the end of the call, we let them know, okay, we have a very important video that we're going to send to you. It's going to go over all of our marketing, everything we do to sell your house and just introduce 
us to you. So then that way, when we show up for the listing presentation, um, you can have any questions that you might have about us prepared in advance. So then that your way you're not trying to come up with them on the spot because we want to give you that information. Um, then I spent like $250 and I had my videographer come in and we put a, a generic pre-listing package together. So, you know, I, I go on the video and I have a conversation about this is what we do to sell homes. We splice in some of our, our top of listing videos that we've done. We splice in our stats, um, everything like that. And we just put together this clean, clean video package. It's, it's about 15 minutes long. It's, it's not overly long. Uh, we send it there and then our guys normally show up and the first question is, hey, did you did you watch the video? Yes. Did you have any questions out of the video? It's almost normally yeah. no, because there's there's nothing. We're very thorough in the video. Um, and then great. So is there any reason you don't want to go with us? Right. No. Excellent. Here's our paperwork. And we also um, like I'll let you know now we sign. 90% of our listings at 6%, not 5%. So we, we are a, we are a, a boutique uh, price in what we do with our services and everything. Boutique price. I love that one. That's a good, uh, that's a good line. I don't know if we've used that. We, we also do a lot of uh, six points or give or take around that number uh, versus what we see all over the place is discounting uh, commissions. Now, of course it all comes down to the value and how you showcase your value. And, and I yes. think one of the cool things with doing the video version, like you're already, that's pretty kind of a cool experience. It's definitely something that is not, if you went on a, if you were competing for a, a, a listing, you're probably the only one doing that. I don't know if there's going to be any other realtors out there that are, I'm sure there are, but there's, there's very, very, very few and far between. So you're, you're standing out from the crowd right away and showing them some of the tools you're probably using during the, the marketing process, right? You're showing that to in advance almost, which is way better than just trying to sit there and explain it to them. Yeah, and that and that was the point of what we did it. Uh, well, why we did it because as we were we were showcasing or, or talking about all the new technology we had, I remembered my journey about learning the technology, and I'm in the field, let alone trying to explain how it's valuable to someone who's not in the field or not doing it every day. Um, so we being able to give snippets of of those pieces of technology in action, uh, and we break it right down to it. Like we do a we do a fast forwarded running clock of like leads coming in on people's houses through command um, and, and everything like that. And, uh, you know, there's this clip. It's of us working the phones and, and connecting with, with people on that. It's, it's a 15 minute ad basically yeah, for right. everything that we do, but it answers all of those questions and, and shows the value. And when it intrigues them before we even walk into the door, then if they start to bring up, well, do you see that value? Well, did you love what you saw? Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, then right. that's that's where we see the value. What 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 is someone else providing you that you're meeting with um, that is similar to it or or that that got your mind percolating the same way that we did? The cool thing, I think, too, from a team perspective, um, you're going to have you have different you have so many different personalities. Probably as you, as you grow your team, too, you get more and more different personalities from agents and maybe they sell the, the value of the team a little differently than others, but that kind of in a generic way, I suppose, kind of showcases the value so that they can't screw it up or there's less chance they're going to screw it up by saying something different that doesn't jive with that client. Right. Cause it's like I said, you're probably showing up to sign the listing. You're not showing up to really handle a bunch of objections. 
It is. It, 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 and, and that's what it is. And normally, if we don't have a listing agreement signed in the first 15 minutes there, they've probably already disqualified us and they were just giving us a courtesy right. uh, on being there. But that, that also goes back to the purpose of why we did it was to, to create that system, right? Where everything is the same. My reason for calling my team Bickle Brand Homes was, was not because I wanted my name on it. It was because I wanted to create a system of how we sold houses. And that would be the Bickle Brand. And then it doesn't matter if you have Josh, it doesn't matter if you have Kevin, it doesn't matter if you have Valerie, it doesn't matter if you have Jeff, you're getting the same system, you're getting the same sales experience, there's just a different personality attached to it that's made a connection with you. Um, But no matter what, you can get that experience that you trust in the systems that you know that was producing results. Yeah, that helps eliminate the the objection that, that, that I see still sometimes. A lot of teams, you know, if they're advertising... If I'm advertising Sandy McKay or advertising Josh Pickle all the time, they're expecting you. If you don't show up to anything, well, then it's there's a bit of a misconception, there, I guess, in how, how that looks. So it's I love that model. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so you're using BombBomb. Is that that's a gen, generally an email email tool, right? Is that how you send those out? Email and text. And text um, actually, we 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 use BombBomb. Uh, very, very much on text. So when we when we have new leads, online leads who come into our, our life, I do not believe in speed to lead. Um, I believe that's a that's a past dated concept. Um, most online lead generation, it's somewhere between six to eight attempts before you reach someone. And if you continue to follow up with them in your life, um, you can be doing business with those people 16 to 20 months later. And I'm going to be, my team's going to be around 16 to 20 months later. So I want that business when it comes. Um, so we've recorded bomb bomb videos that when a lead comes into our world, we send that bomb bomb video out when we're on the go or anything like that. And it's like us pulled over in the car. Hey, just wanted to let you know, I got your inquiry on our property from Facebook. I'm just out on a showing or an appointment at the moment. And I wanted to let you know that you're that getting that information to you is valuable. And I'm going to get back to you a little bit later tonight. Um, and then we just shoot uh, that video off to them uh right from there so they get that face-to-face person connection and get that that value back super cool super cool and 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 you're gonna stand out at least for now you're gonna stand out uh from the crowd with that i think i think people are hopefully gonna start using some of these tools a little little better across the board and uh that's why i think real estate is becoming a little more youthful because people are have grown up with some of these tools or some version of them and they're they're able to use them a lot a lot better um Okay, bomb bomb sounds awesome. I think uh, I got ideas for myself. Actually, we're going to use it at a higher level. Um, so thanks for that. I think there's some cool stuff that you're doing. Command, you mentioned the lead generation part of it. Uh, is that Facebook leads? Are they Google leads? Yeah, what type of leads? I, I use Facebook and a little bit of Instagram leads in there because I finally started to figure out how to break the Instagram system now as well. Um, that took a lot of money uh, and experimentation to do, but I'm I'm getting there. Um, our main build is through Facebook. I mean, Sandy, we're, we're producing leads at somewhere between 65 and 95 cents per lead. Right. Like I, I will spend that all day to have a conversation with someone about real estate. And that's, and then, and then you know, out of those, you mentioned a hundred bucks, give or take a week, um, 70 to a hundred bucks or sorry, 70 to a hundred leads probably in that, in that, uh, out of that spend are those, what's the, what's the major, what's the quality of those? Cause that's, yeah. it's great to get cheap leads, but what's the quality? Yeah, so the, the, the quality, you know, like any any form of lead generation you're going to do, some people just don't want to have a conversation with you. Um, so maybe they'll put in some fake information or whatnot. But I look at that as no different than a phone not answered or a door not answered. 
um, if I was cold calling or door knocking, okay, this is just my people who didn't answer. Generally, out of every 100 people that we bring into our world, we find one person who's going to do business in the next three to six months. Now, we've been doing it long enough, though, that we've also found in the next 16 to 20 months, we tend to find out of those 100 that come back that we'll find three to four more people who are going to do business in that time. Um, and we, we realize, you know, everyone's looking for the low hanging fruit. Um, they, they want the immediate business. I, and I get that. I, I did want to started it too. Everyone wants the immediate business, but Facebook, just like most online leads, when they see that ad or, or whatever it is that you put out that kind of tickled their fancy, it might be the first time they've even considered anything in real estate. And it, it, they're kind of at the, the top of the funnel and just coming down it. And so everything we built is about providing value and nurturing that thought into a reality and achieving that goal. So then that way we can create a predictable business that we know, yeah, we're going to spend one, one and a half years of pain on this but I'm going to spend that one and one half year in pain. So then I can consistently produce $40,000 a month in GCI off of those business year after year, after year, after year, after year. And that number just can, will just continue to grow um, as it goes through. So, uh, you know, you can, it, it, I guess it's the perception on what you think of quality. Um, I would say out of every 100 60 to 70 of the leads are factual and have real information attached to them. Maybe about 30% don't. Um, and I would say we connect with probably 20 to 35% of them overall, but that generates the business that we need. So awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. And num numbers that we've seen are, are very similar to that too. Uh, if someone's not with Keller Williams, they're going to be asking how the heck do you get that cheap of a lead? You don't. <laughs> um, the, the, the average industry, and you know, I was with a, a lot of different online lead generation programs before I figured out how to do it myself. The, the average you're going to pay out there on like the best company is $6 per lead. Um, if you, you find a good company, if you get really high level and are very, very good at Facebook, you can do it yourself. Um, and you can get those numbers down to, to four to $3 for a good lead. Um, but you're going to have to take a lot of classes and a lot of understanding on, on how to specifically target, um, and how to specifically target without Facebook banning you for, for over-targeting and, and breaking the Fair Housing Act, um, how to use Facebook pixels, how to start appearing in, you know, getting your ads to appear in, in everywhere they go. And then still, what are you doing when you, when you capture that lead? How are you, how are you following up with them? Because it's, it's not so much the, the capturing it, it's, it's the follow-up after that is the, the converter. 100%. Yeah, the follow-ups, the the challenge for most, most people can get leads. It's not, anyone can get leads. It's super easy. You just go hire, hire a company or something that's going to give you leads. How do you, how do you handle them? What do you do with the follow-up, the action plans, which is the cool part of command is that's already built in. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, did you create your own action plans? Did you take them from someone else? Is it a bit of a bit of both? Bit of both. Um, so, you know, at the start, when I, when I first started, command had some, some built-in, here's some plans to go follow up with, which I think almost every CRM follow-up yeah. plans have, here's your basic follow-up plan. Um, so I started with those and then I started building out my follow-up plans after that um, and how that looks like. So, you know, we know from a, from a real estate model that they, they look at a 33 touch program that over the course of the year, you know, you should touch 
reach out and, and connect with someone 33 times. Um, I'm a big believer that if someone tells me to do something, I should double it. Um, so I built programs that actually reach out to people if they're a non-qualified lead that we've never met before. And we actually connect with them 76 times per year. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that's we we've got systems that I built around that and then I also started realizing that that inside this system because the entire Keller Williams ecosystem of like 176,000 agents across North America are, are on this and some of them have built smart plans and they could upload those plans to a data library that if there was a specific event or something that I wanted to do say follow up on a, a mail out or a door knocker or something along those lines that I could type that in and I could access what my colleagues were doing if they've shared it. And then I could take their plan, modify some of the wording a little bit to be relevant to our market and I could just implement their plan. And so it, I started really scouring what everyone else was doing as well, building what I was doing and sharing it out, taking the, the basic systems until I created this library of over a hundred different follow-up plans um, that I have. So like at this point in time, if a lead came into my world or a conversation came into my world and I didn't have a plan to follow up with them, I would be shocked. And most of these plans, it's just like this lead goes on, we click this plan and then automatic emails and automatic text messages happen. And then occasionally whoever's assigned to that, that person, whether it be myself or someone else on my team, well, it's never myself anymore. Uh, someone else on my, my team it will pop up and tell them on that day that they need to give this person a call. And normally that call script is also attached to it. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of automation, which is beautiful. Um, I love the sounds of that. Uh, is there any version, is there anything in there where you think it misses or it kind of loses a bit of that human interaction? Like, is, is that a concern at all in, in how you have these systems set up or, or have you not experienced that? It, it was a concern at first, but then we just started building around. I mean, when an online person comes in, if we're automatically giving them the information and everything they want, they appreciate that. I mean, we're in a world where information, I don't believe in speed to lead, but I believe in speed to information. Um, everyone wants information and they want it instantaneously. And if that means that we have to automate the information to it, then we automate the information to them and we automate that communication. If they, if, for example, if they send out a text message and they text us back, that number comes to us live so that we can, we can respond to that. So it's not like they're, they're then in a conversation with a, with a robot there. And those ones we do follow up with uh, immediately um, in there. But then when it came to our past clients and, and people we've done business and having those conversations, we simply just have the conversation with up front. Hey, we want to provide you the best level service that we possibly can. We're growing at an exponential rate. There are people who are buying in our systems and, and just like you, they love the way that we do business. So in order to provide that next level service, we have to start automating a couple of things for you. So all the value and everything is still going to be there. You're still going to hear from us. You're still going to get a voice on the other end of the phone every now and again. But in order to serve you the best, we're also going to start automating some stuff for you. Um, it's awesome. Do you find there's different demographics that are more appeal, like more into this type of thing, or do you end up with certain demographics uh, through this type of doing the business this way, or is it all spread out still? I can tell you my tribe. <laughs> um, I almost me myself. Um, I almost exclusively work with people who are under the age of forty. Like it, it I have personally handled in, in people that I have brought into the business myself. I, I can count on two hands the the amount of people that 
are, are over the age of 40 that I brought into my brought into the business. Which is uh, the same. You're going to end up having uh you're going to have um, like, so when you do that, you're going to end up having people that you're, it's great to work with clients like that too. Cause you're going to have, you're going to have them around for a long time. Ideally. Yeah. Right. And if you have great automated follow-up plans versus mixing in the human part of it all and a client that comes in and they're under 40 and they're in their mid twenties, you got what, 10 maybe transactions throughout their life, not even counting like investments or maybe, maybe that's only one or two investment properties, but if they got into more, you could have tons of them. Right. And, and, and the best part is, is as we just talked about investment properties and we're getting them at that point in time, that's allowing us to come in and build an investment plan with them um, right. and, and get them early enough in that point that they can build that plan to wherever it is that they want to go um, with it. So, I mean, part of it is intentional on that. I, personally wanted to attract people who are going to be in our real estate ecosystem and help build our, our business for years to come. So super cool. Super cool. I think there's um, so much more we could probably get into uh, on the, just that side of it on, on selling houses. Why don't we transition a little bit? Uh, Cause I want to, I didn't want to pass over the, uh, the brokerage side of it. Cause I think I am assuming you're using some of these similar tools in running the day to day and, and the, the uh, I guess the value proposition of your brokerage now. Yeah. Do you use the same tools? Like what, what, what does it look like uh, from um, running the brokerage there with how, how many, how many agents are there with your, uh, with your group? Uh, my location, we're at about 160 right now. Okay. So it's the same concept. It's business. You have clients, the realtors versus buyers and sellers um, use the same tools. Is it the same sort of setup? Actually? Yeah. Um, at first when I, when I first, took over um, and came into this role in the brokerage, I was like, okay, I have to relearn everything. I have to figure out all these new systems and tools. And then as I started to, you know, get acclimated to the job and, and comfortable with it, I realized that all the principles of what I was doing before are the same. It's just the product um, that I'm dealing with is, is different. It's we're still building relationships with people and step, instead of, instead of selling homes, I'm selling coaching and enhancing on other people selling homes <laughs> yeah. um, and, and helping other people build their world and their business, which is the exact same thing that I was wanting to do with my team. And so we run command. I, I run the market center version. Um, I do smart plans to, to follow up and communicate with our people inside. Um, and we do smart plans and, and follow up to communicate with the people who are on outside of the brokerage so that we're continuing to, to provide value um, on a consistent basis and, and build those relationships. I run all of my goals. I run everything that I do still <laughs> runs through the, the back end that way. If you ask me how I, how I most frequently communicate with the people in my life, in my brokerage, I send bomb bomb videos. Um, I do most of my meetings via zoom, um, especially for three months because of COVIDs and lockdowns and, and everything like that. I was, I was running the brokerage remotely for two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a, a lot of those, those same systems, systems come into play there as well. It's awesome. There's, uh, so many efficiencies with it and, um, and tools to use. I think uh, it's awesome. And I'm sure your agents are finding similar value and just hearing about how you do it and using the same tools. <clears throat> um, is there anything else that, uh, anything else technology wise that you're looking at using or whether business or brokerage, like the, that you see out there that's cool or that you are you just kind of run with what you got because it's working and you're, you're just doubling down on these tools that you mentioned. I'm always looking. Um, I have, I have learned through this experience that it's a mistake to just think that you, you have 
all that in the bag of potato chips um, and, and did just investment. So right now, am I double down on everything? Yes, I will continue to until it doesn't doesn't work anymore. But am I always willing to look out and experiment with the next thing that's coming out? Absolutely. I have a line in my budget that literally says Josh's tech experiment. Um, <laughs> and and I, I spend money every year on just throwing things at the wall to see what is the next big thing. Cause I don't want to be left behind. Um, when the next big thing comes, I promise you in technology that I will be one of the first people on it again. Um, I won't be waiting until it's perfected. I won't be waiting until it, it runs out and it's the smooth operating machine where, you know, a thousand other people have already figured it out before I do. I'll be in those first 10 that have figured it out and are utilizing it to help build me to the next level. How important do you think is it for agents, um, young or old or newer or been around for a while in the, in, the, in the industry? How important is it for them to start using in, using some of these tools, either the exact ones you mentioned or some, some similar version of them? Um, like, are they going to get left behind in five, 10 years if they're not using a lot of these tools? Or how do you foresee that playing out? I can't see a future in where they're not. Um, and, and that's just the way the world is going. Look at, look at any industry and, and tell me which one is not embracing technology. Um, the, the important part is to remember with using technology is that we need to use technology to enhance or enable us. Um, it's not a replacement for us. You can never remove the agent from the center of the transaction. We're too important on it. But in, as a relationship building tool and as a business management tool, the technology will save time and will speed you up. And this world is all about how things are getting faster and more accessible for, for people. Same with our online leads, our, our principal, we don't hide information. When you click on, you don't have to get a call from us in order to get the information. You click on our online leads, you get exactly what we promise, which is every bit of information about the house. Um, because that's what, what people want. And the younger generations, if you're coming up, like I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I don't have it out there. I don't promote it. I'm going TikTok. TikTok is where I'm going next. I'm going to yeah. figure out all the little dances. I'm going to figure out how to do all those little things because that's the next generation of home buyers. Um, and, and they're going to be there. And with social media, with technology, it's start in the money that is being made by, by the younger generation and younger people in these realms. We are going to see a shift where we saw a weird thing with the millennial, the millennials, which I am one, um, where for a lot of us, it was, it was really late in life before we could buy our first house. I was in my 30s before I bought my first house. Um, like, so I, I didn't start my real estate journey early. It was, it was late. And with prices going up, that's going to continue to happen. But there's this young generation that is coming up. And if you look at the earnings on some of these, these, these kids that are between 16 and 22 and what they're doing in technology and the money they're making and they're coming out of college and university with these huge ideas, that's where it's going to be. And technology and social media is going to drive it. And that, that's got to be the investment. That's got to be where the time is be put in to, to, to be connected in that market. Yeah, I agree. It's awesome. And and you get them like, like we commented earlier, you, you can, you can get so much, there's so much business to be done beyond the first sale with those people, because they're going to do so many more uh, things in life beyond just when you're 16. If you're buying a house, you got a few few more purchases or sales left in you. Um, and sometimes it's the first person. If you have a great experience, why would they go anywhere else? Right? I mean, Sandy, we just did an $850,000 deal 
with a 22 year old whose income is completely from streaming video games. Right. <laughs> that's the future. <laughs> wild. That's wild. It's exciting. I think there's I think there's um so many cool things to use here that can help people grow. I think 2021, we're in 2021 right now. We just went through 2020 where I would say, I don't know, I don't have any any real data on this, but it would probably at least 10x our use of technology as a as a as a, as a, as a population in Canada. Probably 100x because the amount of people that I know that are zooming like crazy who had no idea what it was a year ago um, and they're in their 50s and 60s or 70s is crazy. But I think 2021, we're probably technology doesn't doesn't slow down. It typically goes even faster. So I think in the next, you know, I mentioned I, I was thinking about what I said earlier, five to 10 years. If this is going to be if you're going to be left out, it's probably like two to five years. You're probably three. You know, yeah, my guess. This is going to happen fast, I think, um, and uh, and I, I I'm pretty sure you agree. So people need to start using this stuff. They need to start do, using some version of this. I think uh, I love the Keller Williams platform command, like you do. Uh, there's so many efficiencies there. We got 175,000 people all using the same tools. So the feedback and and how how quick they can evolve that is going to just be amazing. Um, I'm excited for the stuff stuff to come. I think. Uh, you know, people need to take some of these these tools here and 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 go back to their business and think about how they're using them, or or if they're not, you got to start doing something. And it, it's hard to just change overnight, but you got to you owe it to yourself, your business, your clients to do this. Otherwise, you're going to probably get left in, in the dust, unfortunately. Isn't it our job as business owners to consistently think about how do we take our next steps, how do we evolve, and how do we continue to enhance the services that we provide to our clients? That's definitely in the very, very top few, if not the top. Yeah. And, and then that's just how I looked at it. And technology is literally just the way that we can, we can do it. And, and the best part about technology is if you've already built a successful business and you're just trying to figure out how to enhance it, you can pay to play. <laughs> it's not, it, it, yeah. And you can, you can implement this stuff pretty fast. It's not, it doesn't take rocket science to do it. Um, I know some people will probably want to hear hear from you. Maybe how they could do it better. How, how, what's what are some? You also have uh, some cool groups out there. You run a Facebook group. You, there's a lot of places you you do share this information. How you're how you're how you're growing your business through this. Uh, what are some ways people can uh, find out more about you and and maybe reach out to you to learn more? Yeah, any KW agent can join us on Facebook at Command Your Canada. Um, we're there. If you are, are looking to have a business to business conversation, um, you can reach me uh, by email. Is normally the the best. Uh, josh at bicklebrand.ca um, and if you're an aspiring agent in the kitchener waterloo area uh, looking to join the kw brokerage uh, team leader at kwgtr.com awesome and and it really when it comes down to it, if they're anywhere in the country they could probably reach out to you there and you know who to connect them with i'm sure and you can reach out to me on facebook it's open too but um just so you know if you just come and randomly friend request me on facebook i i only update my friend requests every two months <laughs> love it you're, you're you got your online systems are uh, are ahead of mine i gotta i gotta step it up here that's what i've learned through this chat um systems for adding friends i haven't i haven't got that one yet i haven't got that one yet <laughs> there was just too many of them yeah <laughs> well this has been awesome man. i've learned i've learned a lot i'm sure other people have learned a tons uh, a ton and um i really appreciate you sharing all this because um there's some great value here and uh people can go People should go and start utilizing some of these tools. Uh, if they want to know more about any of these, I, I know you're happy to help out. Uh, I, I'm happy to help out if I can in some way, shape, or form. Uh, I would love to to hear about how other people are use, using some tools like this or, or different. One of the biggest things that I love and uh, and I'm going to love more as, we, as, as our team 
starts using command at a higher level is is the cost because we used to spend two two grand a month on um on our crm uh we'd spend I don't know, close to a thousand bucks a month on on an email marketing platform. We spend the, 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 it's into the it's tens of thousands of dollars a year that we just get to wipe away and and never think about again and uh, and and then go either pocket it or go spend on on other other things that we need and to help our help ourselves grow and get more. So I did. I pocketed all my external money and just put it in the ads. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't yeah, that's the thing you don't need to spend 100 bucks a month you could you could you could run this off of probably or sorry 100 bucks a week you could run you could probably start with 20 bucks a week you know something light and you're still gonna have great yeah, opportunities I'm 100 now i started at 10 at 10 <laughs> one one ad per week at 10 dollars. i don't know i don't know i don't know you know but so that's 40 bucks a month i i we you know uh i think we're spending 100 and or we used to spend at least 150, maybe 200 plus dollars a month just per person on a on a cold calling um, dialer system, right? And yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think the I think the quality and the, the value and, and the return on investment there is probably a little better with your your tools. Um, so, anyways, love it, man. Thanks so much for sharing, and uh, I encourage everyone to reach out to you to uh, to learn more. Um, great guest. This was a great show. I really really appreciate you coming on, and um, I'm sure we'll see you somewhere soon. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Sandy. Awesome. See you, Josh. Yeah.